Hey guys, before we get into the episode, it blows my mind that we're launching another podcast. And this time, I actually want to feature you guys as a guest. Now, if you're a six-figure entrepreneur who has your own podcast and you listen to the show, I actually want to interview you on our brand new podcast, which is called Six Figure Podcast Rebels. You just need to go to www.top100interview.com and you can apply to get featured. All right, guys, back to the show. But put yourself where you want to be, and you'll start to you'll start to figure out that there's a lot of people out there that are just like you searching for for people as well. And the world will bring you together if you're open to the attraction. But if you're not open to it, you'll never be brought together. Have you ever looked at yourself in the mirror and thought, "Wow, I really thought I'd be further ahead by now"? If so, you are not alone. I've spent the last two years traveling the globe looking for the answers. The problem is, it's fear of failure that was holding me and so many of you back. I realized that no one was telling the real story of entrepreneurship. So I flew to the US, decided to face my fear and go all out to build my million dollar business completely from scratch. But the real question is, how will I do it? Join me on my journey and find out as we build our online tribe and share the internet's top marketing secrets. My name is Jamie Atkinson and this is the Entrepreneur Junkie Movement. What's going on, Entrepreneur Junkies? You're back with Jamie Atkinson with the Entrepreneur Junkie Movement Podcast. I'm back with my wonderful guest, Heath Armstrong, once more. And Heath, we haven't even got onto any real potty mouth talk. There's been no stinky diapers <laughs> thrown. I'm, I'm kind of a bit upset, man. I think you're, uh, I think you're holding back on me. What do you think? <laughs> Sometimes, man. It flows, it flows. <laughs> and just uh, just for the audience, uh, if you're wondering like what what the hell I'm talking about, it's it's pretty common for me to wake up to uh, a message from Heath Armstrong occasionally. He'll have seen a status or something I've put up on there, and he'll just be talking about the craziest stuff. That's just <laughs> it. Just honestly, it's so creative and brings a smile on your face. And after the last episode, you know, he, he dives pretty deep into your story and some of the challenges that you've kind of overcome. And one thing that we touched on was the importance of community. And I know that you've been a part of some big communities. You've also created some communities. And, you know, there's a lot of people who are listening to this show who will want to create their own mass movement. But just to start off really quick, like, why is community so important as an entrepreneur? Community is important as a human in every single way. And I'm an extreme introvert. So I'm the type of person who's, it's very hard for me to talk to people in public and I get anxiety I didn't understand the concept as much of community until I started traveling. And, you know, through all the ups and downs that we talked about in the last episode, I've had the pleasure of being able to witness so many beautiful things around the world. Like I've taught refugee kids in Uganda how to use computer programs and, and to grow things. And they've taught me how to be simple and to smile. And their community has, has basically been something that I've looked at and been like, you know, it's blank o'clock. Time doesn't matter here. They have nothing, yet they smile more than anybody I've ever seen. What is causing this? It's all community. It's, it's the affection, and it all comes down to unconditional love. I've been a student of great spirits of wisdom and magical places like Angkor Wat, Chichen Itza, Teotihuacan, Ekbalam, your mom's house, all these, all these amazing spots. Um, I've entered parallel dimensions like through plant medicine ceremonies and the high-altitude mountains of Mexico and ayahuasca and and really had to like face things that are much bigger than myself as a human. I've witnessed teenagers sit their buttholes down on passed out stock exchange guys' noses for pictures 
basically party pictures on a New York subway, which was an interesting story in itself. <laughs> and I've tranced into deep breathwork ceremonies on the coasts of like Nicaragua and in Indonesia that completely, I mean, healed, when I say healed, healed internal medical issues that I had been carrying my entire life, um, all in the course of a couple hours. And you know what? I pissed myself in pure fear when wandering into bear kill dens in Alaska and I've, I've rafted on the Nile with monkeys and screaming in the trees around you, all these different things. But they all come down to this notion of like, when you're alone, you feel alone. Like you need alone time. But when you're with people, there's something different about it. There is a community. There is an energy that happens collectively between us that not only allows you to heal, but it also allows you to step into that like bigger version of yourself, you know, like that, that motivation or, uh, you know, it makes you want to dance. It makes you want to create. It makes you want to do all these beautiful, miraculous things. And it's just, it's one of the most amazing things that we are offered in our life. And I really feel like you can't understand it until you get out and travel and, and, and feel what it's like to be in different communities than the ones that you're currently in. Yeah, it's hard to take that leap, right, sometimes to kind of experience those things. But I've also been on on the other end of the spectrum where I've been kind of seeking and needing community of kind of like-minded people and been been definitely missing it. And and that's what's interesting, I think, about travel is that there are communities out there that you can go and integrate with. And sometimes as, you know, as humans and, and certainly as entrepreneurs, we kind of reserve ourselves and we kind of sit back and we, and we don't put ourselves out into that world. And definitely this is something I struggled with in the last six months was feeling like I was, you know, alone. I didn't have people around me who were going to help and support me to kind of achieve my vision. It was just kind of like me and my girlfriend freeballing it. And we'd meet amazing people <laughs> and amazing communities. But like, you know, a lot of people were traveling and experiencing holidays and they weren't necessarily, you know, in the building business mindset and understanding what we wanted to do. You know, the best example was when I first left and traveled and it was so much about going out and partying with the people that I'd met. And, you know, it, it just led me down a path where I wasn't spending time on the things that I wanted to in my business because I wanted to be with these people that I was meeting, but they were on a different, you know, path, you know. So uh, what I'm kind of really interested about as well is like, how do you, how do you get through that? And how do you find the right people that are kind of singing the same tune as you? Oh, for me, it's very interesting. I think events, like I don't want to say be the person who goes to, you know, every single conference and event that's out there. But if you're a digital nomad entrepreneur, then going to something like the World Domination Summit is going to put you in touch with people that will become friends and business um, partners with you for the rest of your life. For me, like going to and I met Jewel Schroeder, who runs The Unconventional Life, um, through a random PR girl named Jennifer Spencer, who was amazing, who connected me to do some podcasting stuff with her. But I never did the podcasting with her, but we became friends. And then I ended up, before I knew it, in Nicaragua with her. And I met so many beautiful people down there at her event, which is called The Unconventional Life, that are, to this day, it's only been a bit, about a year and four months since I went to the first one of her events my best friends, like dude, just, there's no, there's no question about it. And I talk to them daily on the internet. I talk to them, um, on the phone. I talk to them in person and it's miraculous. Like to think back to what it was like before I had these like-minded people around me. And we often don't think that we can just go search for them, but you're right, dude, we can totally go search for them. 
you can totally do it. And that's what the internet's so beautiful for. Like you can find these things and go to them. And I think you have to use your intuition to figure out the best ones because I've gone to other ones where I'm like, wow, I don't feel right here at all. Like I really made a bad call on that one. Um, (laughs) But, but until you get out and put yourself in the middle of, you know, get over your, your introvert comfort, Dan. Like if it was up to me before, I would just sit by myself all the time and never talk to anybody. Like I'm the type of person who would never really approach a girl and say like, Hey, can we go out? Cause I'm just too shy, but you got to put yourself in the situation or it's never going to happen. You know, like you, you cannot ever achieve anything by not trying. And it's the same when you're building a community of like-minded people. Um, I think the world domination summit in 2015 was the first experience of that for me where I met unbelievable people who became just, it really led me into location indie as well because you know, my bookkeeper came from there. Some of my best friends, Jason and Travis um, obviously run that. And then Lily, there's just so many people in that group that are like such great friends of mine to this day. And it's even more beautiful when you meet them online and then like randomly a year and a half later, somewhere in the world, you get to see them for the first time in person. And it's just like fist pumps all around, man. So I think you had to look and I, and I think whether it's local events of, you know, sound baths and meditations, if you're into that, go to, go to a local sound bath, go to a meditation. If you're into nothing but pounding craft beer and butt chugging it, go butt <laughs> chug some craft beer with some bros, you know, down the street at the brewery. But put yourself where you want to be and you'll start to you'll start to figure out that there's a lot of people out there that are just like you searching for for people as well. And the world will bring you together if you're open to the attraction. But if you're not open to it, you'll never be brought together. Yeah, I love that. That's that's so important. Just being willing to go and try and find these people and meet these people. And that can be scary, but the rewards are, you know, countless in, in just the friendships alone that you can make. And then, and then the, uh, the byproduct is often you'll have opportunities that come up from it. And I think that's what's great about the podcast for me, uh, other communities that I've been in. It's actually funny, you know, you make these great connections and friendships and then it grows and you get new opportunities from it for your business, which is amazing too. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's, you can never imagine in, there's just no way ever mentally, physically, spiritually there is no way to imagine the types of connections that you're going to have in the future but they will be pure magic if you're open to it like i couldn't i mean sitting back thinking about like standing in eastern kentucky behind some lady at a subway as she a subway i mean like the sub shop subway because it's the only place to eat with, unless you wanted to go down to like bubba's house in the holler and you know have uncle uncle bubba put some some chicken gizzards on your plate which I didn't want to do. You went to the subway and I just remember being there and like being behind this lady who was ordering this, it was just a sandwich with nothing but mayo and cheese and she wanted it baked. And I was just like, how did I get here? Like, what is going on? Cause she's like barking at these people. Like I want more mayo. And he's like, I put the mayo on there. You want more mayo or you want some salt? And this dude had like the dirtiest dirt stash. And she's like, I want more mayo. And I was just like, I'm standing there behind her, like squeezing my butt cheeks, thinking like I am going to rage back to my car immediately. Uh, and I, I'm just going to blast the engine and, and just get the, like, what am I doing here? You know? And I think back to that and now, and I'm like, all, all, a good exercise to do as you grow, Jamie, is to sit down and do connect the dots with your network, 
think about that first time that you reached out on the internet or you wanted to learn something online or who was that person when you were in university or whatever that triggered your first thought of like being something more than you were and then drawing the line to the next person. Like for me, if I went from Amber to Hal Elrod and Paul to, you know, Sarab and the podcast, like there is this giant grid that happens in front of you. And then you can start actually writing in your skill sets that you learned along the way as well, next to the people that you met um, along the way. And it's this beautiful thing that you can reflect on from time to time and be like, wow, it is amazing how these webs grow. And like none of these things, these 30 things, these amazing skills that I have now and these beautiful people that I'm doing business with or I'm in love with or whatever would have ever happened had that not, had I not made that one decision in the very beginning to say yes to this opportunity, you know? So it's, it's fascinating. It's, it's magic. I mean, I don't know what other, what other word to put on it. It's, it's just pure magic. No, I love that. I love that. And actually, that's a that's a really cool exercise to do. And I think I'm going to do that at the end of this episode. So Heath, I mean, I've, I've loved these last three episodes. There's really only one last thing I want to ask you about. And that's this quirky ass, hilarious new Facebook ad you've got. <laughs> I'm learning ads. Oh, I love it. I love it. And, uh, and just for those people who are listening who won't have seen it, and if you do want to see it, I would suggest you go over to Heath Armstrong's personal page because I think you can scroll down and see it on there. This ad pretty much involves somebody bored at a desk job. You throw a stinky diaper at his head. There's a guy on a cape who falls off a bike. There's some uh, adults who are laughing as children and coloring in on the floor. It's one of the most creative pieces I've seen in a while. And I love it just from the fact that it's so authentically you when I see that ad. Like, <laughs> it's amazing. But it's an amazing ad because it is so creative and it's a great pattern interrupt. Where did the whole idea of this ad kind of come from? Like, what spurned you to kind of put it all together? <laughs> I met a girl in Nicaragua who I ended up working with a little bit on marketing. She was the one that was like, you should make a video because I feel like you would be good at it. And I was like, yeah. I kind of should make a video. I think I'd love doing that. And since making that video, I've been like, all I want to do is write books and make videos now, man. Like it's, it's like what I want to move into. So I'm going to start a YouTube channel soon and do some other things like that. But oddly enough, I, I met another girl in Indonesia when I was out there in November. And I was like, I got to make this video. And she like, you know, I kind of had a, like a relationship flame with her. And it was like this beautiful thing that we had. And she came to Portland and we were hanging out and she was a Reiki healer. So she does all this weird, you know, I guess some people call it, you could call it weird. It could be magic. It, you know, it depends on what your point of view is on it. But I let her do some Reiki energy healing on me. And my intention with it was to come up with an idea for the video because I just like the marketing girl that I was working with sent me a script and I was just like the most, you know, basic, same shit. Like, here's a problem. How do you, you know, this is the user suffering. And this is the solution. And I was like, okay, I get all that, but it's, it doesn't draw me in. Like I wouldn't click on it. I wouldn't want to watch that. Like, it's just the same thing, especially people our age were prone to um, basically ignore stuff like that now because we're so mm -hmm. used to being advertisements. And I was like, I want to do something that's like actually funny. And like, even if they don't want the products, like I, I still wanted to give somebody a laugh and to just change the way that they're thinking about their day. Cause even if, you know, the goal to me has always been to help people reframe their mind to be happy. So she does this Reiki energy healing on me. And I go to this like weird trance dude. And like, I like literally was in between, I kind of went into like the dream state, you know, just where I'm kind of awake, but not really. 
And that entire video script came out of it. I woke up and was like, oh my God. And I got a piece of paper and I wrote it down exactly as you see it in the video. And then I was like, well, now I've got to figure out how to, <laughs> how to, how to make this happen. Cause I don't know anything about recording videos. And so I did some meditating and kind of asked the, this law of attraction. I was like, we got to find, you know, please open up opportunities to make this video. And before I knew it, my sister connected me with this awesome dude who is an amazing, amazing video guy down in Nashville. And because he was friends with her, just gave us this insanely cheap deal. I flew down there within a couple of weeks. We filmed it all in one day and then I just put it out. So yeah, it's on, um, if you go to ragecreate.com slash deck, you can watch the video because it's on the, it's on the landing page there. But if you do the Facebook, you'd have to maybe add me as a friend or go to the rage create Facebook page. And it's in the video section there too. You can find it there as well. If you just search basically rage, create sweet ass domination deck, whatever I think it would come up. I love that. Yeah. So rage, create forward slash deck. And and I love the part where you ask people to send deck pics (laughs) in the video and uh, and you're wearing like, like 60s golden flares and oh man it's just it, it's an incredible oh, dude one of my favorite marketing pieces of all time was when you sent me a picture of your ass from like some epic lake somewhere in the world and the <laughs> journal like i i always get that out and i and i laugh and i'm i'm probably going to have it printed on a store display that goes out um to <laughs> stores that want to carry the deck because we're starting to get them in stores a little bit and people are loving them. And like, I want to have some sort of little display of like testimonials. And that's one of my favorites. So, you know what you said, it's one of the really rare products that helped that made me laugh loudly, but then followed by a deep thinking process. And that actually triggered a lot for me because I never thought about it that way. And so I have to say thank you because I have used that over and over to explain what I do now to people. Like I, I use wit and I use laughter, but I also you know, it, it's followed by a deep thinking process and man, Oh dude. So like, I never understood what my purpose was, but when I heard you say that on that, that thing, I was like, Holy shit. Cause I, I grew up with so many people that are so close minded in Kentucky, like coal mines, you know, in t- Tennessee, it's like the power of visualization and habits and mind strength is a real thing. It's a very hard thing to get somebody like that to understand or to open up to, But because you said that, I was like, okay, well, how do you get people to think deeply if they don't like thinking deeply? And it's just pure humor. Like, that's what it was. I was like, that's what I was doing. It was like, I was using my ability to interact with these people on a humor basis by using profanity so that I could then bridge the gap to to get them laughing and thinking about a topic, but then actually really thinking about what it means after they laugh, you know, and, and combining the two. So it's worked out really well. But that all started with, with you sending that, which is pretty cool. I don't think I ever told you that. <laughs> no, I, I didn't even know that, which is kind of funny. And uh, yeah, by, by all means, bear my ass to the world and uh, put it on a store <laughs> front. I'd love to see that outside a uh, Holland and Barrett sometime. That would be fantastic. So <laughs> hilarious. We're going, we're going parabolic with that thing, man. I got to get, wow, we're going to, I'm, I'm having a lot of, I mean, I'll be completely honest. It's, it's been sort of a struggle getting sales on the deck. It sells pretty well on Amazon, but I've been in a battle with the trademark, so we can't run ads and do all these things. So I just now got that landing page that you saw up, and the Kickstarter was obviously a success, which was great, but we're definitely in the hole with it, and it's been kind of the one thing that has helped me just 
really buy into like loving it is, is just the hundreds of people that are coming back and sending us pictures and telling us how it's helping them change their, their moments, their days, their lives, and they're sharing them with everybody and they're laughing and thinking really deeply and it's beautiful. That's what keeps us going. So no, I know I we'll it. overcome. Yeah. Sorry. Karen. I just said, I know we'll overcome soon and it'll, it'll just, it'll, it's going to blow up. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. I think it's amazing. And, and it is hard because you, you sometimes have to be persistent and, you know, we talk in the marketing world sometimes it's not so much about marketing skill or, you know, how good you are. It's about marketing stamina. It's, can you go long enough for it to be a success? And that is one of the, the biggest things that you can really do. But yeah, I love it, man. The, the humor is killer. It's definitely your gift. And yeah, if you guys want to check it out, head to ragecrate.com forward slash deck. I'm guessing they can check out the, uh, the sweet ass domination deck on there as well. Heath, is that right? Yeah, it's, it's the landing page for it. So you can, for people that don't understand what I'm guessing most on this podcast might understand what that means, but yeah, you can buy it there, but you can also go to ragecrate.com and buy it. It's also on Amazon if you want to check it out there, but the video itself is only on that link basically. And we have some cool comics about resistance gremlins fighting our mascot units, which are called Skid the Unisquid is our mascot. And he's got this team of unisquids that live in space. And we're doing comics now, dude. So if you haven't seen those, they're pretty awesome. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And I just love the whole creative aspect. And, and I know it's going to work out, man. It's just a case of when, uh, not how, you know, I, I think it's going to be great. It, it, yeah. And it, it is working out in a very magical way right now. It's just... I wanted to say that to let people know that like, if you watch the video and you look at it from the outside, you think like, holy shit, they're crushing it or they're killing it. And we are, but it's a process. Like as a creative person, dedicate yourself to your processes. Like I could have given up on that before the video. I could have given up on it today. I could have given up on it eight months ago, you know, when I was having the depression problems, but I didn't. And look what it's turned into now. So don't give up. Like keep, keep taking those two steps every day to move towards your vision. And it's miraculous. Uh, what you'll become. No, I, I completely agree. And, uh, and hats off to you, Heath, because it has been a long journey from when you first started that first ever website, you know, spanning almost a decade, probably from when you first had that idea and, and still, you know, working towards that vision. And I think that's so important to always just be keeping at it, keep moving forward and keep refining what you're doing. So amazing. And thanks so much for being on the podcast. It's been amazing to have you on as a guest, but yeah, I guess we'll get you on in the future at some point soon. I think that'll be fun as well. You want to make a glorious return, maybe when we've done at least a couple of hundred podcast episodes? <laughs> Anytime you want, man. I'm always down. That's dope. So thanks so much for being on the show, Heath. And for you guys listening, if you didn't catch the first two episodes with Heath Armstrong, you can scroll back and check them out. Honestly, there's a lot of laughs in there to be had. And thanks so much for listening. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the end and for sticking around until the end of the episode. I want to give you something awesome for free. So a lot of you guys know I launched my podcast program to the first time to a brand new audience and we did in seven days nearly $12,400 worth of income, which is absolutely insane to a brand new audience. And what I wanted to do was give away that exact funnel that I used to drive all of the traffic there completely for free. So if you guys want to grab a copy of this funnel, it's yours completely for free. Head to www.thepodcastjunkie.com dot com forward slash opt in and make sure you grab a copy now. Hey everyone, I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe and here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. 
One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.